Hello, hello. Hello. Hey, everybody. This is Kelly with the Kelly Quelo Show. And today we have Mrs. Rainey, the badass Robinson, who is also on the cast of Dogs Most Wanted. Go ahead and welcome Rainey to the show, everybody. Hi, everybody. Thank you for having me. No problem. Thank you so much for joining us. So I really, really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule to hop on the show and kind of Do you want to go ahead and start by telling us a little bit about yourself and how you got started in the industry? Sure. Listen, I started in Vail uh, right around 2007. I've been in the insurance industry for a little bit of time, but decided to try our luck at Vail. So we had a, a, we still have an agency here in the state of California. Long story short, in 2012 or so, uh, Dog and Beth uh, came to speak at a convention uh, I was the executive director for the California Bail Agents Association, which was the largest association in the United States uh, for bail. So they came and they spoke, and uh, uh, Beth and I became very good friends. She, uh, she, We just kind of took to each other very well. And uh, she asked if I would uh, run her agency. Dwayne Lee had just left. He had left a few months before and uh she asked if i would come and run her agency and i said absolutely and by the end of the week i was on a plane went over and i ended up running all of the enterprises uh she had many she had several uh several things going on so i ended up running all of them and uh i stayed on for about five years and i often joke that you know i tried to resign and she said absolutely not (laughs) that is not happening (laughs) So what has been your biggest uh, challenge or struggle being in this industry? I think the biggest challenge right now is uh, is the devaluing of bail itself. It does provide a service for those that are in custody. And, you know, and, you know, bail has gone on forever since like Magna Carta, like way, way back yeah. in like the 10th century, you know, a long time ago. And, uh, you know, it's a method to provide uh, a, a measure of public safety and also holding people accountable because it's, it is easier to defend yourself outside of jail than it is inside jail. And I know that some of the, you know, some of the uh, uh, people that don't like bail are, are, contending that it's you know skewed or it's only for people with uh you know for the for the rich and not and you know not even it, it is even if you don't listen if if you don't like bail don't get arrested just try not to get arrested and don't do any of that and that will never come to you so it's interesting that only about maybe five percent of the population will ever come in contact with bail at all yeah but you know when you uh essentially tell victims that their crime is meaningless by allowing people out of jail with no repercussions and every study will tell you that uh they're not returning to court they they won't yeah and they don't you know so it's a problem yeah definitely so let's um since you're already starting on that conversation let's talk about sb10 and your thoughts on bail reform um, do you want to go ahead and um, give us thoughts on that? 
Well, SB 10, I, I mean, here, here's the thing, you know, because I, 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 I had been in this association for a long time and, you know, we knew all, uh, all of the players and there, there's certainly a lot of people that dislike Vail yeah. and there's a lot of people that like Vail. Uh, SB 10, I, I honestly think that there's room for all of it. It doesn't have to be one or the other. Algorithms, great. You did an algorithm. Here we are in California, you did an algorithm. So, so managing that, I think that if you really wanted to really help in the criminal justice system, there's always room for bail. It always should be an option along with the out, along with ORing people Mm -hmm. and, and there's room for all of us. So I, I clearly think that, you know, there really should be, uh, you know, reform, but I, I think there's room for everybody to be able to do it. And listen, we were legislated in. As a bail agent, we are legislated in. We have a license that's issued by the state of California. I have a license that's issued by the state of Hawaii. And so it's yeah. not like we walked out of the hills and just declared ourselves, you know, bail agents and bounty hunters. Like, we have to, like, go through training. So, <laughs> yeah. So what... um. What is your perspective on being a female bounty hunter and what challenges have you faced um, versus, you know, obviously male perspective and female. So I want your like female perspective. How has been super challenging for you out there? Well, what's really hard is um, dealing with a lot of ego and that, you know, like in the industry itself, that's, it's always a challenge to deal with that. You know, you're really essentially, which is ironic because you're really essentially in what is perceived to be a, a male dominated uh, industry, but there's actually more licensed females than there are males. So, uh, so it's an interesting thing. I, I have done many, many bounty hunts. I've done many of them. I, prefer to always talk people in versus, you know, I, I mean, I certainly will hunt them down, but I prefer talking people in because it just kind of, kind of sets up a, an environment of, of a win or lose kind of situation. Now, some people think that it's a game, uh, you know, certainly traveling with dog and Beth for many years and doing many bounty hunts. Uh, some people would actually believe that it was a game and it was a game they always lost, which was uh, like, I don't even know why you'd even do that, but okay, let's do it. <laughs> but yeah, I, I would probably say, I would probably say the, but you know, there's, there's, uh, there's things that females can do that males can't do. And then there's things that males can do that females can't do. So it's <clears throat> always very good to have, you know, both male and female on the team, you know, women can really, you know, a lot of people saw Beth and kind of her magic, you know, she'd get in there as the mother and go, yeah, not going, you know, and then at the end, when everything like calmed down, she'd go, you know, at the end of the day, I love you. And this is what we're going to do. And they needed that. You know, a lot of people were out of control and sometimes she was the only voice they would hear. And that it's very, very, very powerful and dog too. You know, dog would get, you know, like I watched him climb in the backseat many, many times and it was contentious and they would, you know, it's like you got all that adrenaline going and this and that. And then at the end of the day, here's your burger. Here's a cigarette. This is what we're doing. Yeah. And, you know, so I, you know, that's, it's a very powerful thing. 
uh, to have those be your last words when you cross the threshold into the jail. And we wouldn't be here if you had done what you said you were going to do and you didn't do it. So, yeah, it's a powerful. And that's very humbling. Sometimes people. Yeah, it's definitely humbling, too. I know when I've gone out Gibson, uh, you know, just me see these kids in like low poverty areas, you know, that they don't have a lot. And I would, I would always bring stuff in my trunk so I can give kids that don't have a lot. I would just give them stuff and just to see a smile on their face. Like it's just so happening um, as a person to like see other people happy because um, especially like me coming from not a good place, you know, like my mom was a single parent. My dad left me very little. So just coming from that, I know how it, what it feels like to struggle. So um, just seeing those kids, now that God has blessed me, I feel that I need to return the favor and just seeing those smiles that when I'm out there on the skips, like it's just, even though it sounds weird, I just, it just is so humbling. Well, it is very humbling. Listen, you're, you're meeting people at one of the lowest points in their life. Mm-hmm. And when there's children involved, and listen, we, I'm sure you've been on many a hunt where, uh, you know, some of the parents will use the children against it, you know, and, yeah. the, you know, kind of get them involved in a lot of the stuff. And it, it's a very frightening thing for, for children and families and that kind of stuff to be involved in. And until we can all work together, listen, we all want the same thing. Yeah. You're out on bail. You were to go to court. You didn't go to court. And now there's a consequence for that. And look what you've now done to your family. Yeah. And so, so it's a, it's a learning experience for all of them. And I'll tell you, like some of the really cool things, uh, God, I picked up this girl in Honolulu that was, um, you know, it was, uh, you know, she, she was charged with prostitution and, and listen, she was a smart cookie. This is a girl that had a law degree. Yeah. And she got, you know, a little twisted and got, you know, addicted to heroin and whatnot. Anyway, we got her, picked her up, put her in. And a year later, dog runs into her at, uh, at Costco. And holy God, it was like a whole nother person. And she grabbed his arm and she goes, you know, it's been one year. And this is where I stand right now because of you. Oh. And so, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a, a really, you're, I mean, you nailed it exactly. It's a very humbling experience. Yeah. And Beth used to say, you know, when the angels are running towards you, don't run away from them, run towards them. I love that. That's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So tell me a little about how it was being like in that TV spotlight, um, just talking to you. I could see that, you know, you have a huge heart and all that, you know, attention. Like, how has that been like for you? Well, it's, it's really kind of an interesting thing. I mean, I've, I've not really changed. I mean, it's, uh, you know, I'm the same person I was before and after. I really, you know, I, I enjoyed it. I'm super blessed that I was on it. I was super blessed that I was asked to be on it. Uh, there's clearly uh, more people with more skills and all of that. But I just had a very good relationship with Beth. She trusts me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we had been together for many years, almost a decade. And, uh, and, uh, and I was one of those just go-to people for her, you know what I mean? So I, so she had a lot of peace and a lot of serenity and I could calm a lot of things down. Yeah. And so, you know, there's a lot of personalities in that whole circle and they're all kind of doing their own thing. And, you know, half of them are all creative and the other half of them are just a little crazy. So, (laughs) 
you know, I mean, you got to be a little crazy to do this, but, of course. Uh, <laughs> you, you know, I, I would have, you know, I was on a, a dog and Beth on the hunt. I was on a few episodes of that. And then of course I did the A&E special when she did the, uh, the cancer, the fight for their lives. And then I, uh, was, she asked me to be on this show here. So, I mean, I'm incredibly blessed that she did that, that, uh, she really wanted David and she really wanted me on it. And, uh, we, and we were part of that crew. And so, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's an experience that, you know, not many will ever get. And, uh, well, they certainly won't get it from her, you know, going forward, but, uh, incredibly blessed. I would have loved her had I been on it or not been on it or whatever. I would have remained in the same position doing the same thing for her. So definitely, definitely. That's so awesome. So I'm going to kind of switch our focus just a tad, and I'm going to go into kind of women in business type of stuff. So I was reading something that you're pretty smart and you're pretty successful does you have a lot of degrees so how many degrees do you have <laughs> well it's funny if you ask dog he'll tell you 83 no stop saying that I, I actually have three i have an undergraduate degree in criminal justice and i have an undergraduate degree in business psychology actually and then i have an mba so i i have the three i have many certificates in between i've done uh uh, the certified fraud examiner and nice. just been, yeah, I just finished a, 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 um, a Cornell university series on, um, on mediation and, uh, conflict resolution and that kind of stuff. So, you know, I, I, I like to, I tend to like to go to school every year nice. and I tend to like, you know, uh, l- you know, learn about stuff. Uh, I'm 60 years old, but uh, I can't ever imagine me not ever being a student of something. Yeah, I'm actually, I can totally relate to that. I'm currently working on my MBA. I do have a uh, a bachelor's in criminal justice and I'm working oh. on MBA as well. Um, Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I should be done in less than a year. So. Oh, good. Yeah. Good for you. <laughs> um, so um, I've been just super motivated. I am planning to hopefully go for my doctorate, um, but that's still in the works. So, um, but for people that are actually listening in, um, how, what advice would you give to people that kind of want to just stay focused and what kind of pointers can you actually give them to like want to keep on going and wanting more out of life? Are you talking in terms of like school and education? Schooling, education for people that just don't even know how to like get. We deal with, you know, different type of classes, but if somebody's struggling, what advice do you give to those that, you know, want to get started or staying motivated to even want to, you know, well, yeah, I mean, believe it or not, I was a high school dropout. I dropped out of high school in the 10th grade. And I uh, didn't go back and didn't want to go back, you know, because, of course, you're a teenager and you know everything and you make sure that you tell everybody <laughs> that you know everything. And uh, and, and it's funny because I wasn't forced to actually uh, finish my high school diploma. I wanted to go to beauty school and I, they wouldn't let me in unless I had a GED. So I jumped out and I got a GED and then it just kind of started. And then I, you know, my dad would always tell me, just take one class. Don't, t- don't look at the whole thing. Just take one class. So I would take, you know, a little class here and a little class there. And, and then it, I just ended up kind of falling in love with learning and uh my children were I want to say they were like just early teens and then I took on uh the formal education part of it you know I kind of like pulled it all together and then started my degrees from there but I wanted more but you know for people that 
you know, I, I created a program last year called the Beth Chapman Memorial Scholarship, and it's really aimed at people that uh, drop out of high school. And believe it or not, more seniors than any other grade drop out of high school. And there's about a million and a half people that uh, that wow. do drop out. And it's it's one of those things that will always eat at your own self-esteem, even though it's a document and you probably can ace the document, you know, ace the, the test and get it. It's one of those things that will always whittle on your self-esteem. And there's a direct correlation. And you know this because, you know, you've studied criminal justice. So there's a direct correlation between the lower education yeah. and crime and, you know, providing your own opportunity for yourself, not looking to other people to fix yeah. stuff for you. You will be your best fixer, yeah. best fixer. I love that. Well, thank you for sharing everything. So how can people get a hold of you if they want to find out more about this, um, the Beth Chapman Memorial Scholarship, and how can they get a hold of you guys? Well, they can actually uh, go to mrsdog.org, and it's a... Uh, it is an actual charity, uh, an actual IRS sanctioned charity, and they can donate right there. And uh, every dollar is so appreciated. I appreciate everything. Uh, so we get $5 donations. We get $10 donations. And, you know, I want everyone to know that $150 is, is the bridge between where people are to a high school diploma. It costs 150 bucks to yeah. sponsor somebody. And, you know, we've had, uh, you know, it's a it's a su successful program, a, a little stalled right now only because of COVID and, you know, people can't really test and some of the centers are open, then they close. And so we're just kind of like getting through the first year, but uh, just so appreciative. And, you know, this is like, uh, this is her yeah. legacy. And this is something that was super important to her. And she would give a lot of those talks, you know, to people, you know, what are you doing and what's your education and, uh, you know. So it was really created, you know, in her. In that's her so amazing. Honor. So I, I just challenge everybody out there that's listening. If you guys can just go on to mrsdog.org and even a dollar, $5, $20, whatever you can give would be greatly appreciated. And Beth is watching over each and every one of you. And um, hopefully we can help some kids in need. Yeah, she's our angelic yeah. drone. That is who she is. So she's watching over all of us. Amen to that. And so how, if people want to find you or get in contact with you and your bail company, um, where can they find you at? Oh, they can find me. I'm on Instagram under uh, Jane, Jane Bond uh, 2.0. I'm on Facebook. They can also, you know, reach me through the mrsdog.org website. So I'm there, uh, you know, and I'm pretty responsive. Uh, I, you know, I have my own business. It's called Jane Bond Charity. And so I work that, you know, pretty much five days a week. And then uh, the husband does the bail and we're in the same office. So, yeah, we're pretty easy to find and easy to awesome. get a hold of. Well, I really appreciate you being on the show today. Um, I just wanted to I say thank you so much. This was I've been following you on social media for quite some time now because I'm a female bounty hunter. I've been a female bounty hunter for about two years now, and I've been following you and you know, some people don't understand that the industry is a little tough and health. And I just see how overcame like a lot of challenges. And I look up to you and some of the stuff you post is just very inspiring. So I do want to let you know that you have inspired me in so many different ways. 
Oh, well, thank you so much. You know what's crazy is we kind of hear the bad and the good of other people. And it's funny because I would hear the bad and then I would hear good. And then I would just ignore the bad because sometimes you have to actually get to know somebody before you can actually judge. And you know that in this industry, go around more often than it should. Um, So I do want to thank you so much. You are so welcome. And I really appreciate that. And good luck. Uh, you're going to just nail it (laughs) and just keep at it. You know, I mean, you know, every life that you touch, every life that you touch and the words that you give people, they carry them, they carry them like thumbprints on their soul. So you must be very aware of the words that you give people. Sometimes your words that you give them will be the best thing that they've heard in a month, a year or a lifetime. Amen to that. Thank you. Yeah. Well, everybody, thank you so much for joining and tuning in to the Kelly Quiller Show. It was nice having you, Rainy. Until next time. Bye, everybody. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you.